guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Ivy. So, uh, we'll go ahead and jump on into our weekly updates here. Um, did you hear about uh, Kanye? Running for president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is just, you know, it, it's really dumb. I mean, I guess the only reason why I could, would see him doing that, because he's a, he's a huge Trump supporter... The only benefit we could get from that is if he um, was running to take away some votes for Trump, and then that way, you know, Biden would would win because he'd have more because the Trump votes would be split up between Kanye and and Trump. But then again, Trump supporters typically are racist, so <laughs> I don't see that benefiting anybody. No. But it's really stupid. He can't even run and. Like eight states, okay. Right. And so it's just, you know what? It's just just another thing to get people talking about him again because he's not relevant. Was he ever? And here we are talking about him. <laughs> so that shit worked. <laughs> Fuck Kanye. <laughs> and then, you know, I've been on here, I've been um, reading like my local news is. Um, Facebook page a lot, and um, because we just got today, uh, a couple of our counties are doing mandatory masks, which is mandated by the governor. We've got like a weird alert system that he started, and uh, anyway, um, I get on the page and I just like I, I'm going through like the weekly, you know, just looking at the news and shit, and there's a whole ass article on there talking about uh, these Siamese twins in Beaver Creek, Ohio, died. And, bitch, I didn't even know there was Siamese twins. I ain't never seen them. <laughs> right. I mean, did they? What, they were 68 not? years old, though. So, so. I mean, have, did you read? Do you know anything about Did you read anything about them? I, I didn't, didn't like, read the it. article. But. Yeah, I didn't either. I just saw the headline, and I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm so surprised. But, I mean, they were famous enough to make the local well, news. So. Apparently, like, the community... Like came together and got him a house or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww, Beaver Creek of all places. That's shit. That's nice. <laughs> Beaver Creek is expensive. <laughs> wow. I yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know any of that. I you know I probably have to look him up a little bit more. But I'm just I didn't you know. What do you do? I mean, gosh. What you know? Kind of. I think I want to know what they did for a living. Probably nothing, girl. Well, the way that they were attached, when you seen the picture, right? They were, like, like facing each other? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They looked like they were attached from, like, the the torso. torso, Yeah. The belly button Yeah, like, mid-belly, and they were, yeah, face-to-face. So then they have to walk sideways, and they'd walk? The picture I saw, they were in, like, a wheelchair or something. Yeah, some weird, yeah. like... But it could have been... I don't know if it's because they couldn't walk or I mean, because... I didn't see their legs. They could have only had one set of legs and not mm. been able to walk because they wouldn't be able to support themselves. Like two bodies coming out of one pelvis? Yeah. Is that how... Isn't that maybe, I mean, maybe. They don't have one penis then? I don't know. <laughs> I wonder how many penises they had. Well, they were connected, like, front to front, so... Well, I guess... I don't know. What does, uh... Like a conjoined twin, I guess that would have to be. Yeah, I, I guess two I bodies. said I said Siamese twin. That's that's politically incorrect. Oh, yeah. My bad. That's, I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, conjoined twin. What do you mean? Well, yeah, I mean, well, there's different. 
there's different I mean obviously different types of like conjoined twins like but if they're like coming out of the same trunk essentially does that still qualify them as a oh, well, conjoined the tr- twin because they're technically not two whole people well the two whole personalities so I don't know <laughs> and then yeah. I count there's the two headed girl and she's got but notice how you heads. said she was a two headed girl and not a conjoined twin <laughs> Not the, not the one-bodied girls. <laughs> the two-headed girl. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, that's. A, <laughs> I don't know how that all works. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. But she had, I mean, she had two heads, and the one body, and so you know, she had two. I remember she had two spines, like that led down, fed into like one conjoined spine, and then from you know the rest was. What would you do if that was Mary? And it was her time if to she had, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Girl, they'd be fighting each other. Oh, my God. Yeah, can you imagine? Head they'd probably kill each other. other. Well, one of them probably would have died in the womb. So did one head <laughs> control the body and the other one was just kind of there? Like, I, I, I think so. I don't I don't really remember exactly. Um, I'd have to really look into it. Maybe we should just do a whole episode on conjoined twins. Yeah, and, let's and, do it. And talk about... Well, we could do, we could do further on with, with our twin talk and... And talk yeah. about, you know, just, and then talk about conjoined twins. my mom if her sister's left alone. Well, guys, you know what? If we do a twins episode, if you have any questions about twins, um, Ivy's mom is a twin and Ivy's stepdad is a twin. So <laughs> we've got access to ask a twin. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, that we should probably, um, we should probably, I think we should do that. I think it would be really, I think it would be fun. I'd like to learn about some conjoined twins. It's something I haven't. I mean, it's, I've looked into it before, but well, we could talk about like uh, like mutations and stuff too. We could like throw in some other. Anyway, <laughs> well, well oh, is that ahead. offensive to call a conjoined twin like a mutation? No, genetic mutations are just science. That's a scientific term. I don't know, girl. I'd be calling it a twin. But like, you call it a, well, call, if you called a no, if you called a <laughs> conjoined twin a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, but see, but... I would take mutant much more like gracefully. Like I would openly accept mutant over mutation. mutated. Mutated, yeah. Well, but that's just—I I believe that's just the proper scientific term is genetic mutation. So yeah, I mean, I think that's—I mean, that's like saying, you know, people that are offended when you call it a vagina. I mean, yeah, there's people that exist that are, but like it is a vagina, so. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, along the same lines of uh, genetics, um, I kind of thought we would talk about uh, the argument of nature versus nurture. That's something that I've been interested in for a while. I'm a big true crime person, and, uh, you know, in the true crime world, I mean, that is something that, you know, people talk about a lot, especially when you talk about, like, serial killers and things like that. Um so, I mean, you know, there is the argument, are people born evil? Are you born with with inherent sets of traits? Actually, um, it was, the reason why I got on the topic was actually not true crime related. It was um, discussing polyamory with somebody. And if polyamory is considered a, uh, is considered, a, you know, a, a sexual identity of some sort. Or if it was a lifestyle choice, if you, you know, could make the choice to be polyamorous and you do, and maybe you do that because of 
something that's happened in your life or the way that you've been raised or if you're just born and destined to be polyamorous but yeah so that was something that um you know kind of got me thinking about it and it is a very you know it is one of those things obviously there's a lot of divide on stuff like that um you know and then even the science when you look it up i mean there's science to support that you know it's it's an inherent genetic thing that happens or not even just genetic just you know the makeup of your brain for whatever reason but then there's also science to support that you know the way that you're you're raised um is going to be you know is is plays a huge part in, in how you know your makeup is um so like a lot of people think that um well, okay, I won't get into that yet. I'll say for, like, from my own personal experience, you know, because we did kind of talk about my relationship dynamics and how I am, I don't feel like it is natural for me to not be polyamorous. I don't, you know, just in the same way as I'm attracted to everybody. That's just what comes to me naturally. And I feel like if I weren't, I would be doing myself a disservice. <laughs> like, I feel like I'd be missing out on something. Now, I have been through some very extreme sexual trauma so it would make sense if I if I because of the way I was nurtured you know I guess um, you know that would play a part into how I view sex and relationships and things like that um, so you know I don't know it's a weird thing because again I feel like that's just me and that's just who I am and I can't make the conscious decision to change it well there is people that you know believe that Monogamy is actually unnatural, but which would make sense because as animals, we're just meant to, you know, eat shit and push out babies, and you know that's it. You know, so I mean that does make sense to me. But then again, there's species that are monogamous though. That's true. So, so why? So do they make the conscious choice to do that? Because or really, is it because that's all they've ever known. <laughs> right, right. Because really, I mean, our makeup is set up to mate with as many people as we possibly can and not and not females women are not made that that way but men are made that way um but then of course you know we have other things that you know prove that i don't know if it's if it would be considered a choice well just like you know people are like oh gay is a choice but it's really not i mean it's it's really not <laughs> so i don't know now is it a conscious choice or you know is it you know you know, no. Could it be a subconscious thing that you don't realize that you were affected somehow and that's why you're that way? It could be, but can you change it? Probably not. I mean, why would you want to? You know, you're not hurting anybody by doing that. However, then it starts getting dangerous. Just like how um, sex offenders are typically people that, um, you know, were abused as children and then they grow up to repeat that same behavior. Um, there are child sex offenders. And what I mean by that is not people that, um, you know, not pedophiles, but people that are children that are sexual predators to other children because they don't know any different. And so therefore they end up preying on other kids and they don't know otherwise. And usually that's because they're acting out what they've already been taught. And so... You know, it is, it's rough because personally, you know, going into the true crime and stuff like that, um, you know, I've seen a lot of cases where it's like, wow, that person, you know, they had a really fucked up childhood. Well, Irene Warnos, do you know anything about Irene Warnos? Mm -hmm. You know, she had a fucked up childhood. 
oh, fuck that childhood. And then she started killing, you know, her Johns. Of course, people think that, some people don't think that, you know, because she says that she was raped by these people. And that's why she killed them. I don't think she was raped by all of them. Or I don't think they attempted to rape her. Um, I think that probably the first, the, the her first murder, I believe she was legitimately raped. I think she did go through something horrific. And at that point, she just snapped. Yeah, like and PTSD type right. stuff. And it was over. And that's her <clears> livelihood. <throat> so it's, it's not like she had the choice of right really doing anything else. Because, right. I mean, you look at her right. and she looks scary. Who the fuck is going to hire a bitch that looks like her? No, I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. I mean, girl, a bunch of people did. She was, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, unfortunately, that's a part yeah. of our reality. Yeah. Like, it is. You know, you it go is. somewhere and people, like, judge people on their yeah. appearance by the services they provide. Yeah. Like car mechanics. Some mm-hmm. people will go to somebody that looks like a meth head or a crackhead because <laughs> they think they'll get their work done cheaper and it'll get done. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of those... Um, stereotypes you know it's definitely you know stereotypes are you know but you're right about that but yeah she just i mean and i i legitimately think i mean you know that uh, the one documentary about her is amazing um but because she just it was her last interview that she ever did before she was executed and she was fucked up she was out of her goddamn mind and maybe it is because she just had had enough she had just fucking snapped she killed that first guy and she was like wow men are trash and killed the others right <laughs> and then you know after that she you know pled in court or you know at least said in court well i you know it was all self-defense it was all self-defense even though the other guys weren't you know doing probably anything to her she probably was you know just shooting them at that point um in her mind she might have just seen as, you know, she's been wronged her entire life by people like this that, you know, she in some weird way it's become self-defense for her. And so it just makes sense. I mean, she was already, you know, she was raised by her grandparents. She was, you know, continuously, you know, touched and by family members. And well, I mean, not just touched. I think she was pregnant at like 12 or some shit by one of her, by one well, of her wasn't it like... friends or something. Didn't her dad molest her? No, her dad was... she. They never knew who her dad was. Her mom had her when she was like 13 or something like that because they sent... So Eileen's mom, she like birthed her at like a women's... Like a a troubled women's facility that they had back in the day. And then uh, the grandparents decided to go ahead and take Eileen and raise her. And then... But her uncle, you know, she had an uncle that was, you know, abusive towards her. Her grandfather, who was basically her dad, abused her. That's what it was. Yeah, and then she got pregnant by because I knew she was, m- you know, oh yeah, molested at least twice, and it was both within the family. Yeah, it's just very sad. It was just you know, so, but something like that. The end. I mean, the end result to that is just, it was just inevitable, and you know, because it just you know when someone goes through shit like that, I mean, God can really blame them. <laughs> you know, I'm not excusing what she did, but you know, it really she was just. It got to, she was beyond help at that point because you know what even if even if they let her go ahead and plead defense and they gave her you know some type of 10 years or something you know for for everything um you know what kind of life would that woman have had right you know i mean she didn't have a life like before she went to prison right. so then she gets out of prison and it's a whole 10 years later <laughs> with the way our just, world well, progresses and just, right now i mean get fucked over you know the only person she ever loved testified against her and shit and it's like you know not, she's not never been loved her entire life how can you why would you want to live like that 
I'm not so sure she's just like, I'm ready. But then she was talking about aliens and shit, how they were implanting, like, shit in her brain. And all. I mean, so, uh, you know, the bitch snapped. She snapped. You know, in that case, like, that's very much a case of how you were raised, you know, and how it affects your adulthood. Because, you know, if she wouldn't have had such a horrific childhood, then she probably wouldn't have, first of all, even been a prostitute. <laughs> you know, second of all, started killing a bunch of men. So, you know, that is a very... That's, you know, to me, that's a very interesting, you know, Charles Manson, too. No, not Charles Manson. Um, I, don't, I don't know too much about Manson's history, but Ted Bundy. Um, Ted Bundy was raised to believe that who he thought was his sister the whole time was his mom. And that's weird. <laughs> you know, that's very strange. And then he had another, you know, he, was, he had another issue where, you know, he suffered heartbreak. It sounds like y'all motherfuckers need to start treating people better because when you break someone's heart, they just fucking snap. <laughs> Their blood is on your hands. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, that that was another one. So, I mean, I don't, like I said, for me, you know, just because of these, like, big cases, it was always, uh, it just always seemed like, you know, obviously it's the way that, that you're raised. And then there's, like, different studies and stuff. I remember reading this one. I can't remember it was a long time. It was like in the early 1900s. Um, some guy did an experiment where he, or maybe he just talked about theoretically doing an experiment. I can't remember where they, you know, he, he said he could take kids, you know, give them kids and he could raise them to be anything that he wanted them to be. Just, you know, depending on how the child was raised. And, um, you know, I just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I gotta, I'm a parent guys and, it ain't that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can tell you that, uh, you know, which really makes me kind of think that nature plays a bit more of a role um, because, you know, my kids just got a personality of her own. Like, you can't tell her nothing. You know, you can't tell that girl nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, like, obviously, I'm not teaching her. It's not, it's not a lack of me teaching her things because I try and I do because I'm her parent. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, we talk about a lot of things. I mean, I'm right. really, really in depth with her. And and I do see those things that I've taught her come out. I remember this past Christmas season, we were just walking around and, uh, you know, we just told her, she just, you know, I just told her, you know, I would tell her Merry Christmas a lot, even though it wasn't Christmas yet. And she'd be like, why do you say that? I'm like, it makes people feel better, you know. And we were at the grocery store, and she sees this, like, really elderly lady. And she goes up to her, and she goes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, I talked to her about it later. And I'm like, why'd you tell her Merry Christmas? She's like, because it makes people feel better. And I was like, okay. So, so you know, when I see things get through, I'm like, great. But she definitely doesn't take in every lesson that I teach her. Because, again, can't tell the girl nothing. Right. <laughs> so, it depends on if she wants to uh, learn right. that lesson. Right. And she doesn't. So, you know. That, well, that's one thing. She poked me in the eye accidentally. She poked a hole through my motherfucking eyeball. Guys, I have a hole in my eyeball. <laughs> and it, it was an accident. But she was, you know, waving her finger around and getting too close to me. And um, and ends up poking me in the eye. And, um, you know, but still. Still doesn't listen. I even bring it up. I'm like, you remember when you poked me in the eye? And she's like, yeah. I'm not going to do that this time. Right. That was an accident. Learned nothing. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. One time when she was real little, she thought she would be cool and um, she thought she would headbutt me. And uh, she, you know, I'm cooler than she is. So I, I put my arm up in front of my face to like block my, because she was right, right there. 
to block my face and she fucking came down <laughs> she came down on my arms so hard i was scared i thought she broke her nose i'm like oh my god i'm gonna go to jail they're gonna take my kid away because she's an asshole <laughs> but she was fine um but she's never tried ever since then so i mean she sometimes she <laughs> sometimes she learns but um yeah so i mean and then one case that always fascinates me is um Jeffrey Dahmer, because, you know, he did some fucked up shit to people. Um, you know, he, he killed 17 men. I'm sure you guys know. He killed 17 men. Uh, he had a thing for cannibalism. Usually, he, he would drug them, and then he would, like, try to, um, like, he would drill holes in, like, his skull, like, to his brain. And he would try to, like, make these, like, mixture, different mixtures of, like, acids and stuff. And, um you know, pour them into the, into the brains. He was trying to make like a, an army of like loyal sex slaves. <laughs> it was very strange. And, and he was very open about it after he got arrested. He talked to me about it, but he would like, you know, keep, you know, things he would, you know, keep the bodies for a little too long. And he, he kept most of the skulls, you know, in his fridge, he had a whole entire severed head, uh, somebody's hands. He had an entire penis in there, just weird stuff. And, you know, it's like, his dad, I can't remember exactly. His dad was some type of scientist or engineer. He was very smart. Very, very smart man. Um, they had money. You know, his parents were together for most of his childhood. They really, they got divorced, but I think they didn't get divorced until, until Jeffrey was like 17, 18. And, uh, but his mom, his mom had some issues. She wasn't all there. She wasn't really abusive or anything. She was just kind of crazy. Like, there's not really much talk of her being, like, physically or emotionally abusive. Probably more emotionally unavailable. Um, and then his dad worked a lot. But, uh, you know, his dad, you know, when he wasn't at work, really tried to be a good father. He really did. He was really involved with them. Um, you know, he noticed that, that young Jeffrey had a thing for um, picking up roadkill. And he'd bring it back home. And he would, um, like, take it and, like dissolve it in acid that he had with like these uh chemistry sets that he had and stuff like that and his dad just thought it was a science thing he thought oh cool my kid's a scientist like me you know and <laughs> thought that it was just his kid being curious <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know um one reason that jeffrey would keep all these mementos from his uh from his kills was that you know he had a uh, he had a profile he killed men and um he was you know very gay <laughs> and but couldn't come out with his sexuality uh, because at the time it was you know it was a different time and and uh so you know it was very intimidating so um he had that repressed kind of thing and so um you know his way of of hanging on you know getting these lovers and then hanging on to them was to cannibalize them or you know keep parts of their body or he would take photographs there's tons of them. They're really fucked up and weird. You can look them up online, but you know, there's Jeffrey Dahmer photographs. Um, you know, so he had a really weird disconnect at some point um, in his life, and you know that really fucked with them. So you know, what was at play there? What was it? Was it the nurture? I mean, was it the suppression of him not being able to be who he fully was that caused him to snap? Was it just something he was born with? And then he acted on it because he went crazy. I mean, because then we do have people like Charles Manson, who is very obviously 
not. Right. He's dead now, but, you know, he's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, you know, so he was probably just born with it, you know. And then, uh, actually, um, <clears throat> Gacy, too. Uh, <laughs> I know way too much about serial killers. Well, guys, that's why I'm going to have on my YouTube channel, um, I'm going to do True Crime Thursdays, so <laughs> where I'll talk about uh, extensively um, about uh, true crime and whatnot. But uh, So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> but um, Gacy, he, he was pretty normal until he had a, he, he like had a fall or something. He had his head. He had a head injury. And then from that point on, he was never right. Like, ever since then, he just wasn't right. And so, you know, they think that that contributed to to him ended up, you know, killing, gosh, killed like 34 people or something, 34 kids at that, <laughs> boys. And, uh, you know, but then again, different time. He, if he was gay and a pedophile at that, you know, <laughs> that's okay. But, but if he was gay and it got brought on by some type of weird, you know, you can't be who you truly need to be, you know, then that would be uh that would be a nurture aspect rather than a nature aspect. Nature aspect would have been the, the, the head injury. Yeah. The nurture would have been the suppression. So, you know, I don't know. It's really difficult. What do you think? Do you think, um, do you think people are who they are based off of their nature or based off of the way that they're brought up? I think it's a pretty good mix of both. I think based off of the individual, it depends on them specifically and their experience. Some people might be more of a nature aspect. Some people might be more of a nurturing aspect. And because, you know, we all have different capacity to how we handle things. Yeah. So one person could go through one thing and mm -hmm. handle it completely different than somebody else. So it, it's kind of like these nurturing experiences come into play. But then there's also like the natural part of the experience where, you know, like mental disorders come into play and that can yeah. really you know fuck with people in different ways that it might not somebody who doesn't suffer from depression or anxiety or anything of the sort but I mean I think most of the time it comes down to more of a nurturing aspect I feel and I feel like when I say nurturing, I don't mean just from parents alone. I right. mean from the world and the way right. the world has shaped Just outward person. experiences. So that could be, you know, the a neighborhood you live in where yeah. you have to basically fight. But at the same time, that could be seen as a nature aspect because, you know, in the wild, yeah, that's you know, true. they have to fight. So that's it's like... True. There, and at some point, everybody in their life is going to have to fight for something. It might not be physically, yeah. it might not be whatever, but you are going to have to make a stand for yourself. Right. And to me, that's fighting. So, True. You know, it's like what really qualifies as nature and then what really qualifies as nurture. Right. And is it always nature and is it, or is it always nurture or is it kind of like a blend of the two? And well, I think that's why we can't really pin down any like scientific like oh it's nature it's a, or it's nurture it's because there's so many different elements that come into play that can really make it go one way or the other yeah that's true that's true you know you're saying like if you're born into like a bad neighborhood like you're born into, po into poverty basically um so it's like 
that's kind of both because it's something that you're born with, but at the same time, it's also something that could have been prevented. Uh, you know, sure, n- nothing that you could have done to prevent it, but could have been prevented, and you know, could have been something that that was different. And you know, but would you be different had you not grown up in that situation? I guess is what it comes down to. And it probably is a good mix of both um, because different people are, you know, they go through, um, you know, different horrific things. And I know that from being, you know, (laughs) just a trauma victim, you know, a very severe trauma victim at that. And, uh, you know, and I I know because I go to therapists and I, it takes me like, three months of seeing a therapist to like tell them my entire life story and like everything and they'll have to like backtrack I'm like oh wait wait and then and then at this age I think this happened yeah that happened because then I'll just and I'll I still to this day I'll have random memories and I'm like you know and then it takes me like a couple days to process I'm like did that really happen is that just something yeah. I made up in my mind or? it actually happened with like my tarot readings like I've done like you know done tarot readings where I look deeper into like my issues or you know stuff that I've bottled up and like things have literally like resurfaced right. that I didn't even know I went right. through and then it's like you have yeah. to then you go have to through work through it process. right you gotta eat right you gotta and work it's through like, it sometimes that's really challenging because right. you you've already done so much work in that realm of your life and then you have something like come to the surface and it's like fuck I gotta do this all over yes. again <laughs> you're like I thought I had that figured out yeah, and you know, right, and so it's like I'm I'm told time and time and again by professionals they're shocked, they're shocked that I am the way that I am because I should be, I should be destructive, like yeah, same. <laughs> like the science says, like I should be out there killing people and shit or you know something severe, and I'm not. I don't know. Maybe I am actually. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I've, you know, typically for the most part turned out the total opposite. And I'm usually very optimistic and hopeful and, and all that because the experiences have somehow instead made me stronger instead of, you know, make me have a hardened, you know, because I know what it's like to, to be, you know, one of those people that has nobody, has nothing, has no support system and feels very alone. And I feel like I don't want anybody to have to go through that personally and so I will never be that for somebody I you know I, I will always be the person that's there and so you know I've kind of made it my mission to to I guess prove the world wrong that it's not such a shitty place I don't know you know it's, I, I don't know why I am the way I am guys right. <laughs> I'm shocked by it sometimes you know and it's not like it doesn't get me down because it does and you know that's something that I've been struggling with the past couple of months I've really really been struggling with it because I've not been you know, my usual happy-go-lucky self, and I've had to face all these childhood traumas and stuff like that. However, um, you know, the last couple of months, I haven't thought about, you know, killing anybody or, you know, raping people or, you know, well, things and I mean, like it that. doesn't so. always have to translate to something I just, like I haven't thought of too. hurting anybody. Like right. I guess. I've never thought of taking or yourself. Out another person. Well, I have thought about hurting myself, so I can't but say you're, you're, that's you not. But you haven't done it. I haven't done it, yes. I so haven't done like, it. But, you know, that's, you know, I've thought about it, but I haven't done it. Obviously, I'm still here, so <laughs> that, that's something. But, yeah, um, you know, I don't know. It's just a, it's just one of those things that really, you know, and then there, but then there, you're right. It doesn't have to manifest. Usually that's the biggest argument is when it comes to people that, you know, are dangerous and hurt people to that degree. But it does manifest in other ways. Like you were telling me about the one, um, I think it was a twin that was born 
Yeah, Wrong it was gender. Two, uh, I don't remember. Male twins. Okay. And um, they got circumcision, which you shouldn't do. Yeah, you, you shouldn't, shouldn't do. Just leave it be. Right. <laughs> Keep the skin. Fuck oh, it. Right. <laughs> Let them decide when they get old. I like an uncircumcised dick. I do, so. too. It reminds me of those toys that you used to get at like yes, the gas station level so, tubes. Yes, that you yeah. wish you thought was so fun to play with. I'm, anyway. <laughs> but he had a, uh, his circumcision got botched and this was like in the 60s too. Mm-hmm. And it was in uh, Canada. But he um, had the botched circumcision. So the doctor who... Um, did it just decided to go ahead and yeah. perform sex reassignment surgery and and they just thought if we raise it as a girl yeah she'll and, never know you know and that wasn't the case because that's not the nature yeah. so that was a, a big pivotal moment in the nature versus nurture right. argument but right. the guy that actually like performed the study and stuff he um i forget the term but it's basically like the psychology of sex and orientation and gender okay so everything that kind of encompasses yeah. that and you know he wasn't the greatest person he would make the you know i i'm still gonna refer to them as the boys. brothers yeah um i can't remember the other one's name but the one with the botched circumcision his name was david and they, he would make david and his brother perform sexual acts on one another yeah. to help kind of like normalize the process i guess which is really strange i mean that's strange and that's fucked up right they're kids <laughs> like, doing this yeah <laughs> you know so i guess you know i you know that part is a was a weird nurture but you know like you said they did it for the sake of trying to you know emulate just trying to really drill it in that you're a girl you're a girl you're right. a girl and you know but i mean that also brought up a lot of arguments about sexual orientation too because right you know like granted with with this case the david grew up and he always knew that something wasn't right and he actually decided to transition back into a man but um you know it brought up the argument of like well that could happen and it could work but that person might be attracted to women versus men so it's okay. like if say he were straight male that had a box circumcision and he had the sex reassignment surgery done just, and then did that same experiment with another adolescent girl it could have had a different outcome I don't think that's the case but that's what some people well, argue is, so that I mean was that what it was when he became david you know after when he became himself physically was he gay or was he attracted to women i'm pretty sure he was attracted to women well i mean that's even that's another big argument then so it's like because being raised as a, as a girl especially in that time naturally you're told you're attracted to boys and right this wasn't so, yeah that's, <laughs> you know <laughs> that's basically why that was right. even an argument right and you know he actually ended up killing himself because mm-hmm. He couldn't deal with it but you know you can't really like especially when it comes to sex you can't force anybody to right. do anything right. and that's going to traumatize anybody even right. if they are attracted to the gender that they're being forced upon right 
they're still being forced and it's still traumatic. Right. And plus, they're fucking kids. They shouldn't be. No, yeah, that's just experimenting <laughs> sexually. I mean, kids don't do. Get me wrong. <laughs> it's it's normal for kids to explore their but bodies. On their own, not and, not under right. the instruction of adults. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's you fucked know, up. Right. That's that's weird. If somebody came to me and was like, "I've been experimenting and having these kids do this," I'd be like, uh, "I'm calling the police." Right. <laughs> like that's. But you know, you if know. you're a licensed, you know, person. People might not second guess it as much. I'm sure they're still second guessing it, or at least I hope they would be. Well, that's a big, I mean, that's, you know, that's that question of ethics, which I I think we should do an episode on ethics. See, we need to write these down while I talk. I I get so many ideas while we're doing this. I know, same. And then, like, you know, tomorrow I'll be like, what are we doing next week? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, yeah, ethics is a big thing. I just did a, um, one of my uh, my show, my horror host show is, is um, one of the movies that I did was The Brain That Wouldn't Die. So I talked about uh, head transplants and, and stuff like that. And so um, ethics would be a fun one to do. But anyway, that's, you know, that's not ethical at all to have, make kids have sex with each other or do sexual acts. Because I don't think he actually made them have sex. I think he just made them kind of do the motion. I don't remember. Yeah, but, I can't remember the exact specifics of it. I didn't. I exact. honestly didn't even want to look into it because it I makes you feel sick. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the thought. I don't. Well, I don't want to know about that. Yeah. I mean, it's good to know about right. that kind of stuff, I guess. But I didn't feel like you needed for me details. as an individual. Yeah. Like, there's nothing for me to mm-hmm. gain from that because right. I'm not engaging in that. I don't condone somebody engaging right. in that, right. whether. There's a good reason, quote unquote, for it or not, you know. Yeah. Like, to me, there isn't a good reason to make kids I mean, do stuff weird. like that. It's that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, very sad that you know David didn't have committing suicide recently. It was recent, recently. Though. Yeah, he died in uh, two thousand four. Okay, so pretty recently. Yeah. That's horrible. That's uh, I mean, well, because you know what a fucking child. I mean, and it was May May the fourth. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you, David. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah. What a big surprise that is. You know, you grew up your whole life because he didn't know that he was originally born male, did he? For I mean, until mm. you know, one day I think you know, found out about. I it. think it was when he was a a teenager, like Probably, a late yeah. teenager. Well, you know, he's like. He's like, you're making me go to therapy every week, and I'm having sex with my brother, and it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, at some point, he started asking questions, and, you know, but still, that's fucking shocking. I mean, that's, you know, that's a hard truth to live with, is, you know, that your whole entire existence is not real. You know, yeah. that'll mess with that. will make snap. And, and I don't even know if the parents consent was even taken into consideration as far as the reassignment surgery goes i can't remember if that was something that they did on a he, whim. he just did because it was in the moment and there wasn't time to really like discuss it or i wonder but i don't there's got to be something different that well you would think they like could have done but there is like or something yeah there is some serious like botched circumcisions where it's like there's no saving it so yeah. it's like so what do you do yeah that's it, it's tough and I mean if I was a parent in that position I wouldn't know what to do yeah well that's why people but, shouldn't uh, <laughs> I wouldn't get a fucking Circum- circumcision yeah don't circumcise your child <laughs> right it's, it, it's so unnecessary yeah. and yeah. it 
takes away from satisfaction for the males and their partners. Yeah. Yeah, somebody was telling me about their, uh, I don't know, talking about, you know, other parents are weird. We we do talk about weird things to each other, but not in a weird way. But they were telling me about their child is like um, like a year and a half, and or maybe he's two or something, and his like testicles hadn't descended or something yet. And Like I said, we're just parents talking about weird stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I'm glad I had a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing about the testicles. I know how to handle like, that, girl. Right, I don't know nothing about that now. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and talk about your kid's testicles. <laughs> Yeah, I think if if I have kids one day, I I think I want a girl. I don't know. You'd rather have a girl. I I want a boy and a girl, but yeah, I don't know. I you know I I have a girl, but she's not like a girly girl, which is really shocking because you know I guess, but I guess I I am and I'm I am I'm not. It just depends on the day. Yeah, good <laughs> you know, you you know yeah, I got my days. Go back and forth, but but you're never like. Butch, and I don't think yeah. she is either. Mm, I guess she's not. Well, she, I mean, she kind of is. She's not like. I don't think I she's a total tomboy, but she lean she leans on the tomboy side. Like I can't do her hair and stuff, but like I can paint right. her fingernails, and she right. likes to do makeup, and, and she likes pink. <laughs> yeah, I'm like she's, you know, and she'll dress up sometimes. But okay, so I guess she's just like me. I don't know. <laughs> you know that makes sense, I guess. But yeah. um... You know, and again, you know, I listen, I tried the nurture thing because I'm telling you, I fucking, I, I just, I want my kid to be a lesbian so bad. <laughs> I want her to be a lesbian so bad because, because lesbians can't just accidentally get pregnant. And that's <laughs> like my biggest fear. I'm like, don't have kids. It's awful. And, uh, and I can't, you know, I tried to influence it and it just it doesn't work. She already has a boyfriend, so she'll be pregnant by next year. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but. <laughs> But yeah, you know, that's, it, it just doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter. Like I said, you can't tell them anything. You can't influence. Well, and I know, like, you know, people are like, my kid's going to be so cool because I'm going to raise them to do this and that and the other. And it's like, and I've tried to raise my kid with that type of, just like pop culture, you know, thing. Like my kid's no good. She sucks at video games. She fucking sucks at video games. Well, that sucks because I love video games. But she still likes them, so. She likes them to an extent. But well, she, her you know, iPad games. Yeah, she plays on her iPad a lot, but like. I can't like sit down have like a serious Mario Kart competition with her because she can't. She doesn't. She's not good at. It. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like when I was five, like I, I played with you know my, my video games by myself for hours on end and had no issue. Like I didn't, you know, and, she, and I just you know for a long time I'm like, is this normal? <laughs> is she okay? But she just isn't into them, and I can't you know force her to be into them because she's got a mind of her own and. You know, there's some things that we've we've gotten, you know, even ground on. But then, like, you know, I'll tell you, that's the biggest mistake you can make is to get your kid into something that you really like because they will ruin it. For yep. Because <laughs> they won't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> my uh, my ex boyfriend, his kids were um, his one son fucking loves Pokemon. Fucking loves Pokemon, and that's all he talks about is Pokemon. So when I met the kids, um, you know, I really like Pokemon and I have a, um, I've got like a Pokemon waist belt. It's got like Pikachu all over it. It's got like a Pokeball in the middle and, uh, and I wore it to meet him and let me tell you, this kid fell in love with me, man. He was, <laughs> he was so excited and we just sat there and talked about Pokemon. I told him what Pokemon games I had. He was jealous. <laughs> I told him, I was like, I will give you every single one of my legendaries up until now if you can beat me in a, uh, in a, in a match or in a, you know, in a battle. And uh, I haven't gotten to do that yet. I'm still going to. 
<laughs> I've, I kept it's it's a promise I got. So once he can beat me in Pokemon, he can have all my Pokemon. But but you know for the for the dad, it was very annoying because again that was all the kid talked about. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, I didn't get to spend that much time with them, so thankfully, I mean, I didn't get burned out on it. But I understand for my own kid, you know, she's got things that she doesn't stop talking about. And it's like, it's not that they're not cool things, it's just that you just, you're over it. <laughs> so, you know, and add on top of that, she's ADHD, so she's got, she has fixations with things, and so it just makes it ten times worse. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, as a parent, you know, I think that there's definitely some of both. You know, I think that there's some things that I see in her that I have directly taught her. Um, but again, she's absolutely got her own personality and she always has. And, you know, there was just nothing that I could do to, to change that about her um, because that's just who she is. So, you know, that really opened my eyes to... The nature versus nurture argument was you know raising my own human what about the amish like because yeah, they all the have like the is it rumspringer oh girl <laughs> i don't know they, anything about I the think amish it's like they're 16 and then they go out oh, and yeah, explore yeah, yeah. the yeah, world allowed to go out yeah, yeah yeah you know there's cases where they end up going crazy like yeah. they start drinking and right. become alcoholics or you know whatever and then there's other people that come back and that go back to being on so it's like, and then there's other people that do that stuff. They get go wild for however long rumspring and then go back. And it's like, how does nature versus nurture play in a role in that? Well, because, that's true because most, I mean, they don't really have much differences in how they raise the kids because they all pretty much, I mean, it's pretty basic. It's a very basic lifestyle. Right. And they all are raised exactly the same way but then they do end up turning out differently so how much of their personality comes into play with that that's a good question now the Amish they do some shady shit <laughs> so you know already so I wouldn't say that the kids have never ever ever been exposed to things um but you know the Amish really like riding, riding the uh the Greyhound bus are you sure that's not the Mennonites? I'm, well, it could be the Mennonites. I don't know what the difference is. Do you? Well, Mennonites are allowed to use, like, cell phones and have electricity and things like that. Well, that's like, okay. What's different, though, about them? The Amish don't. Yeah, they don't have technology. So, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it is Amish. Maybe it's not. It's like the when the Black Lives Matter protests came out it's like y'all even pissed off the amish but it was mennonites i don't know yeah i don't know what the it difference could have been. is I, i've never been into i've never been to you know we're in ohio so we have amish here and i've never been to like amish country maybe either. we need to go we and do a whole episode country. on amish yeah. because we could do weird. like a vlog about amish while we're there <laughs> it is weird i know that the amish are um Basically, if anybody's talking about a puppy mill, it's from the Amish. They run, they've got like the monopoly on puppy mills, and hmm. it's, pretty, it's pretty gross. But I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I don't like them. <laughs> they're gross people. They're gross people. Um, and they're kind of assholes, really. They kind of are. I mean, anybody that I've heard that have had interactions with them, they're really, really mean. And it's like, okay, well, I guess they didn't teach you guys respect <laughs> in the Amish well, country. <laughs> they do have a, a superior complex because they feel like. They're better than yeah. the rest of the world because right. they don't have all these external influences. Right. Not something that they're born into. They're taught. Right. 
<laughs> that's something that they're nurtured with, too. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Like I said, I think it's a good but mix. Is of, that really nurture if they're born into it? Is that is that at that point yeah. nature? Yeah, nature is is in your brain. It is your physical makeup that is going to make you. So like, okay, schizophrenia. Okay, so people that have uh, that are schizophrenic, schizophrenic is genetic. It's in your brain, and it's a disease that you have. You're never gonna get over it. You can't rewire your brain. It's just the way it is. You know, that's 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 that would be a natural thing compared to like um, PTSD, which is not something that's naturally in your brain. It's caused by an outward experience that causes you to have PTSD. You can rewire that like you can or, you know, at least you can um, brain scans show that it can be different. Right. It can be different. And so, um, you know, that that would be so whatever it is, it's in your brain. Again, you know, are, are killers born or are they bred? You know, that's. But if it's something, like, it's all you've ever known, you know, that kind of is your natural environment, even if it is unnatural. Because, I mean, we live in, you know, like, with TVs and stuff like that, and it's natural to us. Yeah, that's natural to us. So, I I guess there's a way, there's there's a difference between, like, you know, ethical, natural, you know, just what, what what is normal for you. That's more your normal than your natural. Your natural is just your physical. It's your physical makeup, and so you know what you're what physically you know you're you're born to do. Um, Richard Trenton Chase, <laughs> he is crazy. Um, he used to break into people's houses. He didn't break into anybody's house actually. Um, if the door was unlocked, he would just walk in. That's why I always lock my fucking door. <laughs> and um, he would fucking slaughter people and drink their blood and shit because he thought that like drinking their blood because he thought that he was being like poisoned his blood was being poisoned and he needed to get new blood into his body to get out the old bad blood he was crazy and like he ended up like just horrific shit he like killed this baby and then like continued to like take it around town and shit with him i mean just horrible shit but he was crazy i mean he was really bad schizophrenic and so you know if he wasn't a schizophrenic would he have went crazy and killed people for their blood Probably not. No, he probably wouldn't have. He probably wouldn't have had any reason to. Yeah, you know? but he, but because he was born with a genetic disorder. Well, did his you know, the nurturing aspect, you know, encourage a, that in any way? Play a part in that. And that is a good question because I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I guess I don't really. I'd have to really look into his childhood a little bit more to see. But um, but that's the complex thing about it, though, is because. You know, he could have gone through the same experiences that another schizophrenic person went yeah. through. Well, right, because all schizophrenics don't go and, and kill people and drink their blood. Either. Right. You know, ju- well, just like people talk about, um, you know, mass shooters and how it's a, it, they have a mental health problem. And it's like, you know, but people point out that people, not everybody that has mental health issues goes out and kills a bunch of people. Right. So, is it really a mental health problem? I think they, I mean, obviously, I think that they do have some type of mental health problem. Now, whether or not that mental health problem is, you know, like schizophrenia, where schizophrenia is, again, it's a disorder in your brain. Your brain is not correct. It's wrong, you know, compared to developed mental health. Mentally unwell. Right. You know, there's different degrees of mental health, and I think that for you to go out and kill anybody, take anybody's there's life, wrong. there's something wrong, right? The normal, a normal person with a normal functioning brain doesn't do that, you know. But it doesn't mean that again. It doesn't mean that everybody with mental health disorders is going to do that. So, what do you think about people that willingly go into the army because they may or may not at some point have to kill somebody? 
Okay. So it's like... Do I think that that's okay, then? That's acceptable? Is that what you're asking? I mean, do you think that person would qualify as mentally ill? They signed up for it. Um, yes, I do. And I do believe that um, people in the military often um, do have mental health issues for a multitude of reasons. I think that some of them have, like, a aspect... You know, if, if you look at a lot of military people... Um, they end up joining the military um, because they they have family members that did, and you know maybe it's their it's their parents and they're used to that military lifestyle or you know maybe it's an older brother or something, and so and then I think those people, you know and I'm sure they talk to them about them and they're just like, you know I never had to kill anybody because you don't always have to you know you know right. it's not it it isn't it you know a maybe maybe not kind of situation some people never get deployed anywhere you know they just go in and they work and. They work out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, school, I'm sure there's people know. that, you know, they don't sign up because yeah. they they may or may not have to kill somebody. <laughs> you know, that might not be the case, but I'm sure there's also people that do sign up right. because they do want to kill people. Because they do want to kill people, right? Well, just but, like the police. Right. The police is another good example. I would say that most police officers are bullies. And that's just not even from outward influences of, you know, the media. That's from my own personal experience. Yeah, same. And, you know, I would say that most of them do it because it puts them in a position of power. And they know that. And they would like to be untouchable. But does that mean that there's no good cops ever? No, it doesn't. And there are absolutely good cops. There are people that get into it because they know that there's such issues with the police force. And, and they, you know, like me, want to be the change for that world. Because the best way to change it is to inf- infiltrate and go from there and be the police officer that stands up and goes, nope, not doing this. <laughs> you know, that's, well, you know, what's his name? Actually, you know, I want to tell the story. One of our, one of our friends, um, our, our black friend, <laughs> he, um, on his birthday a couple years ago, uh, he was walking home. He was very drunk and he was walking home. He got stopped by the police. He got arrested because he was out drunk. And um, that police officer beat his ass beating his ass and this happened here in Kettering, Ohio and um, you know th- put him in handcuffs threw him on the ground face first and everything he got to the police station here in Kettering and the other police officers were appalled that it happened and um, you know they, they were very upset they did end up letting him go uh, that they had kept him for the night because he was drunk but they did you know they didn't press charges or anything like that because he got his ass beat and it was right and the other police officers weren't okay with it and they you know helped him to um you know, take the police officer's job and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, there are ones out there that are good. However, most people get into it because they, they want to be bullies. They want to be in power, you know. So I think the same goes for the military. You know, I think they get into it because then you could become, well, you know, listen to all these teenage boys and stuff talk about, you know, how they want to be a sniper. Right. You know, and that's weird. Why? You know. That's so strange. You know, sniping is like the cowardly. I mean, sure, it's skilled, but it's a very cowardly way to even kill somebody. So it's like. Well, I think really any kind of violence towards another person that isn't self-defense kind of equates to, you know, having some kind of internal struggle because who wants to just go out and hurt people? Just to hurt Or hurt animals. Like. You know, I could understand if somebody, you know, didn't want to be a part of, I guess, 
we'll just say the secular world. So they went out and hunted to get their food. Okay. But people that are a part of this world and can go to the grocery store and get their food, why do they want to go out and kill animals? Well, that's like a macho thing, kind of. Yeah, but it's like, what is it in It is some type of dominance, because usually when you meet those people that hunt and shit, it's a dominance thing. Yeah, right. And it's like, and you know right away, like, they want they want to feel superior <laughs> and so and i agree with that i'm you know i i understand where hunting is beneficial i hate it but i get it um but i could never do that because i just that's not me i think i i don't know i think i hit a squirrel the other day with my car and i was very sad and i cried <laughs> So, and I didn't even have to watch it die, you know, right. <laughs> like, you know, and that's just the idea that might have happened. And I don't know if it did or not. You know, our, our, one of our friends at, was driving and hit a bird and she was so upset that she couldn't even go to school. It was Sam. I don't know if you want to leave that in there. Oh, too God, does he care? Yeah. yeah. Well, I understand but it was that. Sam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just awful. I hit a cat one time and it was devastated i couldn't even drive home i pulled right over i couldn't even drive home i was just beside myself (laughs) they say it's better just to hit the animal than it is to slam on your brakes i'm like i'm slamming on my brakes if somebody's going to hit hit my car at least i you know did it oh i have more chances of surviving than the animal does if i hit it (laughs) i understand that but then i go to the store and i buy meat so yeah it's a quick decision i mean it's it's difficult i uh you know i understand that um, but no, I mean, I think that there is definitely something wrong with people that have the need to kill. But that's not to say that we haven't all thought about killing someone. You know, I have someone in mind that I would kill if I could. Well, I mean, who hasn't thought of, like, right. how, like, if they murdered somebody? Because, you know, you might accidentally murder somebody yeah. one day. What would you do? Would you call right. the police or would you hide the body? And if you hide the body, what would you do? You gotta have a game plan in place. <laughs> shit happens, you know. You gotta, you gotta be prepared for shit to happen. <laughs> but I'm also not trying to get investigated either. You know, I mean, I, I've never, well, thankfully, but you already been... admitted that we should be serial killers. So. <laughs> We're a duo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never, I don't ever want to be in a position where I have accidentally killed somebody because one, I would never be able no. to forgive myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, Whether it was an exactly. accident or not. Exactly, exactly. Well, I had my cousin's husband. I won't say his name, but um, he ran from the police officers. He was getting just to get pulled over, and he was in a police chase. And during the police chase, he hit and killed a 12-year-old girl with his car. And, uh, you know, he feels fucking awful about it. He feels absolutely horrible about it because that's not the outcome that he expected. But it happened, and he's in prison. But, <laughs> you know, that's... It, it can happen in weird ways like that. And, you know, if it does, you know, are you going to feel bad? Are you going to hide the body and act like it never happened? <laughs> you know, but, you know, I mean, we've all thought about it, sure. You know, like I said, I've thought about it. And I, you know, I could, na- I could name, I could name some names. Um, and I've thought about how I'd do it. It would be a horrible, slow, awful, painful death. I don't feel like I'd feel gratification. But the only reason why I would do it is if I felt like somebody truly, truly deserved it. And so, but that's like one of those things, like, you know, people are like, well, like talking about, you know, if their kids were molested or whatever, and they've walked in on it or, you know, some parents have done that, you know, their, their kids have been killed or whatever, and they've, they've taken it into their own hands and, 
you know, they killed the offender. And I mean, I think that would, you know, yeah, I'd be that person. <laughs> and, you know, again, I don't feel like I would feel satisfied, you know, because I'm doing it out of a pure rage by just pulling a trigger and especially not by pulling a trigger from a rooftop somewhere. Like, that's so I don't understand. Again, I don't understand the desire to, to be a sniper. <laughs> you know that just doesn't make any sense to me I, I don't know um but i don't i don't think everybody gets into the military with the hope that they're going to kill someone but you know they definitely know that that's a possibility and so um or you know maybe they don't think about it i mean really people are are pretty blind to like things that happen around us True. every day and you just don't even consider the possibilities until it's happening to you and um oh fuck i signed up for this right like what (laughs) what was i thinking you know i had a weird situation and uh maybe i'll talk about it in aliens episode um but it was very 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 scary it was a very scary situation i was in personally and uh it was one of those things that was like you know in my mind i'm like shit something big and crazy and wild is happening it's not normal this isn't normal you know and it was just weird a very weird overreaction and you know that's just the kind of shit that happens well like when i got my eye poked out you know it was immediate panic i'm like oh shit something weird you know it's a possibility every single day when i wake up that my eye is going to get poked out but it's not something that i think about because it's so it sounds so ridiculous in my head that it's probably not going to happen. So like, and then you know when it did. So people, uh, maybe people in the military feel that way. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to kill somebody. Sure, and then they just don't think about it until they do. You know, so that's <laughs> you know just one of those things, I guess. I mean, you know, that's I, I have a hard time believing that they love their country so much that they would just die for it. But <laughs> but I think that's more of a nurture thing. If you got family members, well, in Forrest Gump, <laughs> you know, Lieutenant Dan. He, you know, his whole family generationally was in the military and fought different wars and died in different wars. And, you know, that was a, a nurture thing, you know, for him. He was brought up to believe that that was the right thing to do, so therefore he did it. So I don't know. Um, we've gotten severely off topic, like we usually do. <laughs> but that's what the podcast is for, right? That's, that's the <laughs> fun of it. Um, I don't know. Hopefully you guys enjoy these conversations. Hopefully we make it entertaining for you because, you know, I was talking to Ivy earlier and I was telling her in researching uh, nature versus nurture, um, there's some fucking boring shit out there. It's so goddamn boring. Oh, my God. Some of it is so hard to get through. (laughs) It's interesting, but just some of the, you know, just some of the ways that it's that it is is a very our job to make it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, hopefully we do that for you guys. Hopefully, you know, maybe this is something that you've never personally looked into. You just always kind of knew. And, you know, maybe we were able to give some type of insights into, you know, what the research is. But that's about it, really. I mean, I wouldn't suggest going out of your way to look it up because (laughs) it's fucking boring. (laughs) You can pretty much figure it out from your own experience and how you as an individual feel about it. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those things. It's like it's 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 almost like there's no science really to it, because there's so many things that can come into play. Right, exactly, and so and there's no way for us to like take these cases. Well, like we were talking about, you know, Richard Chase. We can't go back in time and take away his schizophrenia and see how he would have been without it. You know, to know if that really played a role. 
you know, we can't go back in time for, you know, David and, <laughs> you know, take back the, the botched circumcision and go from there. You know, we can't do those things. And, you know, that's what makes it difficult is because we don't have a way to prove it and we don't really have a way to disprove it. So, you know, I, I would I would settle for I think that both influences are important and I think that um, in order for a specific timeline of events to take place you know in order for you to get somewhere or you know lethal or whatever I, you know I think that a special mix of circumstances have to happen in order to get you there already mixed with your brain chemistry and so um, I think it's a very special formula so I mean as morbidly you know weird as it is it's kind of really beautiful that things like that happen because it's kind of a it's i mean it's almost kind of a miracle in its own in its own way it's all so personal and so individual that you really can't replicate the results um you know perfectly by by putting the same formula together because you, it's so unpredictable so yeah and i think a lot of like the nurturing aspect too is like you know you can be nurtured in a healthy way and things still don't work out right, right. well that's what i said with you know with Dahmer. you know he had a pretty decent childhood he didn't have a, any, a really horrible fucked up childhood it was pretty normal you know and uh he still ended up you know killing and eating 17 men so <laughs> uh you know that's not normal that's way beyond you know um yeah, I think nature and nurture kind of have to work together, essentially. So, you know, like, if there's a, a natural aspect, like, you know, say schizophrenia, if that person isn't, you know, nurtured in the right way right. as far as, like, therapy and treatments and stuff like that, then that, you know, just only makes the situation worse for that individual. Right. Now, that individual that is treated could still go out and murder and kill people or you know just do bad things mm -hmm. or not be a good person but odds are that if you do anything and everything that you can in a positive way to you know kind of make that situation a little bit more easy for the individual right. even right. if it is challenging in the moment because you know it's never really easy to go through experiences like that because like my brother he's schizophrenic yeah and you know some of the shit he's done like has given me nightmares yeah or like i've woke up and like in the middle of the night and just like he's saying some shit or doing some shit and it just it literally scares it's me scary right you well, know and that's because you know that they're just they're not there at that point it's their disease that has right. taken over and uh who, who in your family is schizophrenic I mean, I know your brother, but he got it from somewhere. Do you know? Uh, my uh, great uncle, he okay. was schizophrenic as well. He ended up killing himself. He is actually a um, wonderful musician. Um, Slash actually has his guitar. Because there's really? only like 500 oh in the world. God. It wasn't like he had the guitar because yeah. my uncle was such a great so musician. Great. <laughs> no, he was a great musician. Yeah. But the guitar was so rare you know, and at the time, you know, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, I, I don't know. It may have been, you know, advertised as, you know, a, a 
limited edition or whatever. Yeah. I don't know back in those days what they would call it, if that is what they would call it. But yeah, he had a really rare guitar, and when he passed, they auctioned you know all of his stuff off, and well, you know, not all of it, but yeah, you know, stuff that was worth money in order to pay for expenses and things like that. But yeah, Slash actually has his guitar. <laughs> his guitar. <laughs> wow, that's pretty wild. Well, usually, um, you know, they say schizophrenia, it, although it's genetic, it, it tends to, like, skip a generation, yeah. or it's not usually, like, a direct... It can be, but that's pretty rare that it does. So, like, my child's father is schizophrenic, and so, you know, I, I can... And usually schizophrenia doesn't appear until adulthood, and so I have to worry about it all the time and wonder... Well, and it can you know. appear at any time, too. Yeah, right, you know? So right. it's like... She could be like long well, to her fifties, and I'm like, oh, she's great, and then all of a sudden she's crazy, yeah. <laughs> or you know, whatever. It could be tomorrow, or it could be never. I mean, she's got pretty good chances for never, but at the same time, it's possible. So we'll see, you know. Um, but that's you no, know, I just, I just, I'm curious <laughs> for my own curiosity's sake. But yeah, it can be a scary thing. So I don't know. It's uh, you know, well, and then your brother's never killed anybody, anything. So. He, he does have a lot of violence in him, though. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's been in some situations that he definitely shouldn't have been. Right. But he was also, you know, battling addiction. Which right. When you On mix top of it. Addiction and mental health. Yeah. Yeah. There is literally such a slim chance that that person can ever be sober right. and, or normal or be sober and live a normal life right. have some type of normal life right yeah, yeah so it's like true well you know both of my brothers have struggled with addiction i've struggled with addiction right. you know maybe not as severe as them but you know well they say addiction is genetic is what they say yeah i don't know if it's genetic or if it's just one of those nurture things where it's learned behavior right because it's something like my father's an addict so it's like well it's like inherited trauma yeah that's true it would be yeah pretty similar to that i suppose but i, I guess it, it, it still is different it's like and i've never know. been i've never considered myself and i've done a lot of drugs but i've never personally been addicted to anything to the point of like physical illness or you know things like that where i felt like or you know even making bad life choices and spending money on drugs instead of you know um but you know that's what they say Anyway, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that, you know, that one over overrides the other one? Do you think that one has more of an influence than the other? Um, or do you think that it's a it's a happy accident <laughs> with the mix of, of nature and nurture? Um, you know, I'm sure it can work to people's benefit. You know, I'm sure for some reason, somewhere down the line for me in my life, you know, maybe I am so happy-go-lucky because maybe I did at some point go through something and found some type of comfort in another person's presence which is why i feel the need to take care of everybody and and do what i do um or there could have been like you know that one experience that just changes us as people you know right. like we could have definitely gone down the road of you know being a bad person and hurting right. other people if we didn't go through that one experience that, one that experience, right. Right, so I mean, changed everything. Right, so it's not like it's not like that that nature versus nurture argument is always a bad thing, you know. It, it could definitely be beneficial, or you know, maybe maybe you know somewhere in people's brains it's natural for them to be a bad person, and yeah, I just we, don't have that. 
We did kind of focus a lot on like the negative aspects of we the did. Yeah, So maybe we, we could do an episode well, on positive. <laughs> just do all, all positive. Well, for the most part, when they do studies and stuff, it's because something, it's something bad horrible has happened, right? Yeah. You know, but it can influence you in, in the opposite direction as well. So I mean, that's right. people that are naturally gifted, right? Which you know, there are those people that are you know deemed naturally gifted. You know, sometimes they get offended by that because. Even if they are naturally good at it, they still put in a lot of work. They still they do right. right you right. know, it's like people that nothing is free. Nothing right. is easy. Right. And I think it's more prominent amongst like the art industry, yeah. I guess. Right. Well, I mean, art industry is very broad, but like well, specifically, well, it like is very broad. drawing and painting and yeah. things like that. People will say, "Oh, you're a natural," and it's like, "Yeah, but I'm only." this good because I've done it because I've I've pushed myself and I've done so much so it's like but that goes to the argument of nature versus nurture you know if you didn't have a natural like ability to be at a significantly higher level than somebody that wasn't naturally gifted in that way like you could Draw better than most people. Well, like I can't draw, like, and but I've always heard that drawing is not a natural talent. It's something that you learn to do, and so they're like, you can learn how to draw, you know. But naturally, I am extremely clumsy and very stiff <laughs> and very. I mean, you people really don't know me that well. I'm just very. I'm just very much a klutz. So it's like for me to draw, it's a very awkward sensation. It doesn't feel natural. Yeah. So I could teach myself how to do it. I'd have to put a lot of work into doing it, but I don't have that, you know, natural flow of, of doing it. Whereas, like, some people already feel that kind of natural sense of of even holding a pen and paper, you know, or whatever, and, and putting it, in, you know, into work. Um, or, you know, they're not, again, they're not clumsy like I am, and <laughs> you know. So it's like, but that doesn't mean that they don't still have their own challenges that they go through because, right. you know, figuring it out, you know, figuring out different styles and comparing you know different trying to do different things i mean of course it's it all takes work it's not easy you know so well i can actually give a lot of people like anxiety yeah you know yeah right because then you're especially like people with ocd and stuff like that well i understand that that's i understand that but it's like you know people that are autistic on on the spectrum yeah they tend to gravitate towards other areas of expression like yeah. music and art right well art music is art but you know whatever. the arts yeah yeah they and they tend to excel better at that right than other people right. because they their perception is different they can see it differently and you know one person that's autistic might be really good at playing the piano and then right. another person might be really good at doing sketches and well, painting. And their perception of it wouldn't be the same right. if they weren't autistic, you know, if they didn't already see the world differently because of, you know, what they already go through. And so, you know, it, that, you know, that does make sense. So, right? so it's like, you know, are they, but they're both, but, but then they also spend hours not just doing the things, but like perfecting the things. So it's like, Yes, they're naturally good at it because of something that happened in their nature. However, due to their nurture and being able to put the time and the work into that thing, they're even better. So 
Yeah, I guess naturally, naturally good at things isn't really the right thing to say. I'm probably more like it's naturally like, drawn to. I think it's something. I mean, I think saying that you know you're a natural because people do say that it is a very. I think people understand what you mean when you say it. So I don't think it's an incorrect term. But you're right. It's probably not the right way to say it. Somebody told me the other day the phrase, um, you, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too, is actually backwards. The correct way to say it would be, um, you can't eat your cake and have it too. Because you can have your cake, and if you have your cake, you can eat it. But if you eat your cake, then you don't have your cake later to eat yeah. it. And so I'm like, oh, that was really, <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just reminded me it's of that. It's a lie, said the opposite way. <laughs> that's just how people say it. I don't know. Everybody knows what you mean, though, when you say it, right? <laughs> so that was, that was the yeah, there's, there's other stuff like that that I can't think of. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, we were filming, and they were, they were talking about it. And I'm just like, you know what? I was like, listen, I'm going to have the cake, and I'm going to eat it because I'm fat, and I like cake. So. <laughs> and I can eat it and have I'm it because eat I'll it just go get it. another one. Right, I'll just Beep. go get another one whatever <laughs> anyway all right well i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this week's discussion here look at us look at our long episode we'll just get carried away <laughs> we're too good at this um anyway uh but yeah let us know what you guys think uh you know if you have any uh anything that you want to add to the conversation or you know of course we're still taking um suggestions uh on topics because <laughs> Not that we're running out of ideas. We're just both very forgetful people. So <laughs> yeah, we have that jar. We just don't use it anymore. Like I remember I said funny. earlier, we should do one about ethics, but I don't remember. Oh, twins. We're going yeah, <laughs> to put it in the and notes the right now. The Amish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.